0: streaming tonight only on Disney Plus.
1: Welcome everybody to season 2 episode 5 of The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson.
0: And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmudson.
1: And today we have a great episode for you all. We are talking about, uh, and down the stretch comes murder. I can't do it as good as Tim. This is the one where Sean and Gus is a bully, comes back for a little help. And the one where the cast gets to work with horsies. That's a really fun day at work for all of us. Oh no, I'm going to sneeze. It'll be like an episode Gesundheit. of Psych. I can, can say, "Bless you." Hang on.
0: Because he's tight. Oh sorry. No, he says, "Bless you," doesn't he?
1: Bless you. Yeah. Bless you. Thank you, Tim. That's so nice. That wasn't a. Uh, that wasn't planned, guys. That was that was real. If we actually leave this in the podcast, that's a real sneeze.
0: <laughs> Not a character we are, choice. We are nothing but authentic.
1: That's it. That's what we do here at the Psychologists Are In.
0: Um, that and podcast the shit out of it.
1: Yep. We podcast the shit of it. Uh, Tim. Maggie. Did you do something with your hair? It looks great. Um, I mean, your hair always looks great,
0: but. Well, thanks. No, I just, I did it. Allison did an extra nice job on it today.
1: It looks real good.
0: It's got some race height on it today.
1: It does. It does. I like it. It's
0: nice. It's nice. And that gray stripe, the gray streaks really coming out in the uh, sunlight.
1: I know, but I like them. I like the gray. I like I like the salt and pepper, a little extra salt.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but I busted out oh, it's springtime, so I busted out a little linen in, in, in anticipation of get started uh, the valley about to heat up to like 90-75 degrees.
1: Um, I saw lot. this week it is supposed to be so hot. It's gonna be crazy.
0: It's all my fault because I went outside yesterday out in the backyard and was like, oh, it's so nice out. When's it gonna get to be like that disgusting 98 degrees in the valley? Oh. And within two days. Sorry, everybody. It's my fault. Wednesday. My bad. My bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. It was. How how are how are you doing?
0: I'm good. Good. So, yeah. So good. I bust out, like I said, I bust out the linen just to um. Loving the linen. Pretend that I'm in I don't know Greece or somewhere in the Caribbean.
1: Oh, Greece! Oh, I or, miss Greece.
0: I know you like the Greece.
1: Um, you haven't been, right? I no, we talked yet. about this. You have to go.
0: Greece. It's certainly Greece. on the list of the many, many, many places I want to go.
1: It is magic. It was the last major, major trip uh, I took before all this COVID.
0: Um, boo, COVID, boo. boo. We hate you, COVID. Go away.
1: It was so great. It was like, I was supposed to stay, I think, a week and a half. I think I ended up staying two. Ah! Oh, ah! Oh. So pretty, so good.
0: Your pictures from that trip are magically delicious.
1: Everywhere you look there is magically delicious. Really. It's just so stunning. It's so rich in the history and it's just, it's so good, Tim. You would love it. Love, love, love it. Um, yeah, we're going to
0: get you to Greece. I hey, remember pre COVID when we actually used to be able to podcast the shit of it together. Yeah. In the same room. <laughs> yeah, pre-Omicron.
1: Um, yeah, which I feel like maybe soon we can uh we can we can come back to that with our yeah. trusty testing.
0: We were I think we, we can.
1: Yeah, I think we can too. I think uh I think we can share space again.
0: <laughs> I look forward to that.
1: I know, I miss it.
0: It's always more fun podcasting the shit should have with you.
1: I know, it's way more fun to podcast the shit out of it in the same room.
0: Than virtually.
1: This hey, Maggie, dumb pandemic.
0: We, dumb pandemic. What are we doing today?
1: Oh, well, we're gonna podcast the shit out of it today. Again, we're I doing want- uh oh, we're gonna do um episode five, and down the stretch comes
0: murder. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was ready for that one today. You
1: were, it was all, it was all teed up. Okay. So, (laughs) um, did you take, I, okay, this, it's very funny because I kind of forgot about this episode (laughs) and going back and watching it. I'm like, this is a horse racing episode. I'm from Kentucky. I wonder, I don't remember thinking that at the, at the time, like the, um, there are a couple of things, uh, the guy who plays, um, the jockey Ben mentions and I'm like, oh yes, I've heard these stories about the crazy diets they have to do and all this stuff. I
0: thought they would have consulted you in this episode being that you're from Louisville. Louisville. Louisville.
1: I, I would have thought so too, actually. Um, I would have thought so too. And I'm mad that they didn't mad that they didn't. But gosh, those horses are pretty. That is one thing you and I really have a uh, share a love for. Um we love the horses.
0: The equines?
1: We love the equines. We love the equines. I love the horses. I love to go to the horses whenever I uh whenever I'm feeling out of sorts. I feel like the horses bring me back to um bring me back to life a little bit.
0: After your equine therapy, bring it back to you. Um yeah
1: which I've done multiple times now and can't say enough about it.
0: So this um, episode was directed by Michael Zinberg who also did Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace from one of the, the classics from season one.
1: Yep, my first episode. Michael That's Zinberg. why it's the classic. Yeah. <laughs> it was our first episode back.
0: Because we were waiting Wait, for a waiting for our ray of sunshine, Maggie Lawson to join our show.
1: Aw, Tim. Tim! It's true. <laughs> and here we are. Um, all right. So, uh, should we dive in? Wait, do you have your notes ready?
0: They are so ready.
1: Are they so ready?
0: They um, are, um, they have been transposed into an email. So I have them on my um, iPad now in front of me so I can actually see them even with my my regular glasses. Okay.
1: You fancy. So we have our notes ready and let's dive in to uh episode five and down the stretch comes
0: murder.
1: That had some like bass to it. It, was like like a,
0: it wasn't too high.
1: No, no, it was good. It was really good. Um, hey Tim, pineapple hey si- <laughs> Hi Tim! Pineapple hey siding. Go.
0: Me? Do you know pineapple the pineapple
1: siding? siding? Yeah, do you know what it is?
0: Man, you know I don't know where the pineapple is.
1: I thought you would know because I was like, "There's no way to miss this one." Because I was like, "Oh, there's the pineapple. It's um, it's on his shirt, the green shirt, James's or uh, Sean's shirt uh, that he wears through the end."
0: In my defense, that (laughs) shirt was so insane that I couldn't possibly figure that out. Didn't we see that in the last episode too? That 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 shirt. Oh, the, Henry's green, uh, horrible, um, or as Stephen likes called him, oh Sean's dad. Oh my God, I wonder if
1: we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if we did. Um, and that we brought it back for this one.
0: I almost thought he was wearing it in the, um, when Sean runs into Henry at the Home Depot in the last I, uh, episode. I
1: think you might be right.
0: I could be totes wrong, but, um.
1: I think you're totes right.
0: Okay, I'll take it then. Then I'm correct.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love when a shirt comes back. All right. Um, Okay. Oh, there, was, there were some cool things that I feel like in this episode we did not uh, do. Maybe we did it again. We'll, I guess we'll see. But the first time that we saw like the the boys, which we'll get to, but go into the flashback. I thought it was really neat. Um, okay. We'll start at the beginning. Little Sean and little Gus. Uh, wait. Little Sean and little Gus. Fr- We're leaving this in. Do not cut this. This is amazing. And this is how little I know about the episode that I'm like, little Jean and little Gus, what do they do, Devin? I don't know. They run <laughs> from the class, <laughs> from the class bully, Jimmy Nichols.
0: With a, uh, a very clever um needle drop song of flock of seagulls, I ran.
1: Amazing. I love, I, oh, I miss it. I, I love hearing all these songs again uh, in an episodes. Um, he demands to have their money. Sean tries to play it cool, saying they don't have it today, but Gus ruins the charade by handing it over immediately. Cut to present day. Sean tells Gus so that I Jimmy... and I got to
0: interrupt. Yes, stop. And just, so after um, little Dulé hands over his change, the bully demands Sean's money from his ruse those tennis shoes of the, of the day that had a little pouch in them. So he, he, oh, he's carrying yes. his, um, he's got his little stashy, stashy money in the, um, in his tennis shoes.
1: I remember those shoes. You could put a little change in there, put a little money in there, put a little piece of candy in there.
0: I never had a pair of ruse. Isn't that right? sad? So sad.
1: Um, that is sad. I'm going to get you some ruse. Wait, cut to present day. Sean tells Gus that Jimmy Nichols called. Recently, Gus thinks he's going to kill them. (laughs) This is funny, Devin. (laughs) They open the door, and to their surprise, he's Maggie's size. (laughs) (laughs) Even shorter, she wrote. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why that made me laugh. Jimmy is a horse jockey, and apparently he's on a big losing streak. He wants Sean to- We skipped
0: that um, Sean bought- some lockers on eBay and um has then the inside <laughs> decorated with um crockett and tubs from Mandy Vice which from, he's oh, incredibly proud for. So
1: good. That was so funny by the way. Uh um I think there's also a sl- I wrote down Sloppy Joes. There's a Sloppy Joe reference that Sean No and Gus- way.
0: Yes. How did I miss that?
1: I know. And I was like, wait, that's we haven't even gotten to our Sloppy Joes yet, have we?
0: I don't think so. I might have been drunk okay. when I watched the episode.
1: So this would have been uh, what That's you what you smart. said you may have
0: been drunk. Um, that is what I said. I wasn't though, because <laughs> I'm a professional. I take my podcasting host sure, sure. hosting job very seriously. Um, would,
1: wait, wait. Uh, Slappy Joe. Oh, so this would be like one of your psychic predictions, right, that we made on the show and then ended up it ended up happening.
0: Yeah, but I don't remember them saying sloppy Joe. I'll have to rewatch. I will go back and rewatch it.
1: Stone um, Cold,
0: sober. <laughs> which I was the first time.
1: I also wrote down chips. There's a chips reference too, um,
0: I wrote that down as well. That's I why um, he didn't, uh, yeah, he had, Sean had to get home uh, from school really quickly because right. chips was on.
1: That's right, because chips was on. Um, okay, Jimmy is a horse jockey. And apparently he's on a big losing streak. He wants Sean, oh, we already did this. He wants Sean to psychically figure out what happened to the horses. Sean feels like he owes Jimmy because Sean apparently ratted out Jimmy Nichols back in the day for something that he didn't do. hmm At the racing arena, Sean, <laughs> one of my favorite fake Kay. psychic visions is him neighing but, with but, the horse.
0: The racing arena, also known as the racetrack.
1: <laughs> the race track. But, but
0: just prior, we have a first.
1: Wait, what is it? I think may have it may be So
0: it's it's kind of first. So after their after their meeting with Jimmy in the psych office, Sean walks to the office, and it's the first time we see in all its glory Sean's Norton, his motorcycle, which we saw him last episode. We saw him on, sitting on the bike. We never actually saw the bike. Right. So this time we actually get to see it. It's a black Norton, which I did recommend that they get rid of the V Rod for a, a classic bike. Yeah, and they took your advice, or they just said, hey, somebody's got a Norton we could use.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, at the racing arena, racing track, Sean neighs at the horses pretending to speak horse. Sean also notices a pretty blonde lady with a wedding ring talking to a horse jockey, mysterious.
0: <laughs> horse jockey as opposed to a kangaroo jockey?
1: Horse jockey, yes, exactly. Well, you never know, Tim.
0: This is It, it, it is a good point, excellent point. Touche, my lady. <laughs>
1: Thank you for clarifying, Um, Devin. If you are a meat eater or a fish eater and you are looking for a more sustainable, ethical, and humane way to eat meat or fish, this company is doing a great job in that direction. Meal prepping, as we know, that is difficult, but Butcher Box makes it easy. ButcherBox is a subscription service that takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat. They source their meat from partners with the highest standards for quality. No more searching the grocery store for 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. And this is what I was just saying kind of at the beginning of it. If you are looking, if you are a meat eater or a fish eater and you're just looking for that kind of high-quality meat, or fish, but the highest standards and more ethical ways of eating it. And I feel like we all should be doing that. Butcher box is great. Every month, they ship a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home. Free shipping, free shipping for the continental U.S. No antibiotics also, no added hormones. Each box contains between 8 and 14 pounds of meat. That is so much. Depending on the box you choose, that is enough for 24 individual meals delivered right to you. This is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again. That's right. ButcherBox is giving new members free ground beef for life. Did you hear that? Sign up at butcherbox.com pineapple and get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership. Log on to butcherbox.com pineapple to claim this fantastic deal.
0: I have a, an observation here. So, um, when Laster and O'Hara are at the race, the horse arena, it was <laughs> awesome the racetrack. Um, you are back into the Pepto Pink.
1: Oh, I wrote down yeah. Pepto Pink. Yes, I did. And
0: even more than that, I have taken Laster has taken on your um, lemon meringue yellow sweater color from the last episode into his very very boldly yellow tie.
1: Yes, it's yeah. like the
0: brightest tie Laster's ever worn on that show.
1: It it, it stood out. I liked it. I actually thought it looked really nice. Um, I also wanted to call out a name that I think that we don't talk about as much, one of Gus's nicknames, Um, Burton Oil Can Guster, (laughs) 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 which I wrote down because it was very funny. Um, Yeah. And also, uh, we... We do a second flashback, which I don't think we'd ever done. We go back into the flashback, and um, all that all happens in the scene. But anyway, um, okay. Sean runs into Henry at the horse race. He's wearing uh, his lucky track shirt. As the race commences, a jockey falls off of his horse.
0: Dun dun dun. Could that be the murder?
1: Damn. Question mark. Devin wrote, "Was it dot dot dot."
0: Murder. (laughs) You did it,
1: you did it. We can all predict each other's, we all know what we're gonna say now. I love it so much. Um, Thank you for adding it in, Devin. Tim, you beat us, you beat us to it. Um, Just trying to
0: be part of the solution. I I have an observation, I have a personal observation here. This is the closest that you and I were ever to a place of gambling where we lost no money. (laughs) Because for one reason, there are no slots in, in that racetrack.
1: it's so true that's actually uh, that's true and i don't
0: i don't play the ponies you you being from louisville i just realized if i just say it really fast
1: (sighs) that's it louisville louisville
0: as opposed to louisville which i've realized i've been taught is the incorrect way to pronounce your hometown well it is
1: correct if you're not from there it is incorrect if you are if you are from there you gotta say louisville
0: well so i get a pass because i'm not from there
1: there exactly so you but can in a, say Louisville. In, a, in,
0: a, in your honor of trying to get it correct
1: no i appreciate it i appreciate it a lot
0: so uh, you from the home of the kentucky derby do you oh play the ponies if you're, if you're,
1: um I think, I think growing up we it. did i uh um but i i know as i've gotten older it's complicated the horse racing stuff is complicated so not 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 as much as i've been been uh been older but oh man i mean it's so wild in kentucky it's um like for two weeks in louisville there is uh there's like a celebration every day it's kicked off so derby season is so derby is always the first saturday in may and so the two weeks before leading up to it there's this giant kickoff for derby season and uh i love your air
0: quotes by the way well, okay. I've
1: why do I keep doing that? I don't know. I don't know I'm they doing can't that. see me. It's do, an nobody audio can see podcast. me. Nobody can see me. Um they there's this uh there's a fireworks show called Thunder Over Louisville or Thunder Over Louisville. Um, and that kicks off the two weeks leading up to the Derby. And they're it's just so fun. There's just food. People are drunk for two weeks straight. They're they're
0: so just like on our show.
1: Yes, exactly. We fit right in. Um but yeah, my my whole family has always been been very uh, very involved around the derby, and um, yeah, you get parties and balloon races and the boat race. There's a boat race on the Ohio River, and it's it's about as fun as it gets. That's actually the that's if you're gonna visit Louisville, that's when to go because there is just a it's a it's a buzz. The whole city's buzzing. It's a real spirit. It's actually like. It's crazy. You really get a sense of like the city and how much we all love it.
0: Did you know ever? I, did you ever know that I did a show about um, a horse farm in Kentucky? What? No. It's a show called Legacy about this horse. This horse <gasps> breeding family.
1: I remember Legacy. I think I read for Legacy way back in the day. That's you right. Should've... It was like a drama, right, on the CW or WB I, at the time.
0: WB, I think it was. Yeah. That's the first time I was on a horse for a show. That Are was you um, serious. That was one of those, let's take this kid and teach him how to ride.
1: Oh, <laughs> I love it, out. it. Wait, what did you do? Were you like, wh- I, I don't remember, I don't remember it, but I remember wanting it so bad just because it was horses in Kentucky.
0: I can't believe you weren't on it. I know. I'm personally offended.
1: <laughs> Me too. Me too. But I love that you learned to ride horses there. I love that.
0: We shut that on. There was a day and we're like. Shooting in Richmond on this beautiful river and plantation, but oh, acting is kind of cool. <laughs> in in period costume,
1: exactly. Yeah, it's it's special when you get to do stuff like that. It's so special. Um, yeah, but I still love you. I mean, we love we love the horses. We love the horses. Um,
0: I remember. My, I still remember my horse's name on that show.
1: What was your horse's name? Paco. Paco.
0: It's a Palomino named Paco.
1: Ah. Oh. Palomino, gorgeous.
0: Paco loved me.
1: Paco, and you loved Paco. I did. I wonder how Paco is doing. Paco is, uh, did you keep in touch with Paco?
0: <laughs> you know, we stopped writing after a while. You know, it was just, it was, one of, it, it was a showman's. We just had to, eventually I just had to a realize. Showmance. It a showman's. I had to let it go.
1: <laughs> a location ship. <laughs> I love it. Aww. Oh, Paco, that's good. That's a good story. Gosh. Horses are, they're just so powerful and magical. And um, I feel like they have this kind of, they're majestic. They have like an all, all knowing about them, which makes, you know, equine therapy also uh, very, very special.
0: I do like me a good horse.
1: They, I feel like they, they, um, they jolt you. They force you into the present, you know? Like you have to really be aware of of all things with when you're with that horse, and so it it forces like a real connection, you know.
0: We are getting deep on the psychology. I know.
1: Okay, I'll get back to the.
0: <laughs> no, no, it, it's the psychologists are in. So <laughs> That's it's true. Um, so it's an entirely appropriate topic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Great. Jules, Sean, and Gus debrief. Sean notices Lassiter gives a horse a carrot. How sweet.
0: <laughs> this was a fun moment. The uh very clandestine carrot in behind his back into the horsey's mouth.
1: It's very sweet. It's actually very, very sweet. Um, wait, hold on. Juliet is upset. I'm <laughs> because she dated. I do I do get very triggered by the jockey because I, I dated a jockey and uh it didn't end well, it feels like.
0: I think that jockey did you wrong?
1: I think that jockey did me wrong. Gus thinks the guy died because of a tranquilizer, but the cops say it's because of a heart attack. During a meeting of the station, Sean tells everyone that the dead jockey was having an affair with a married woman. He also calls out Chief Fix Leopard shirt. I thought it was very funny. He was like, Chief, you're wearing leopard. Um,
0: yeah, it's a great line. Can we all acknowledge that uh, <laughs> the chief is really rocking the, the leopard print or something? Like that? It was a very funny line.
1: There is also. Did you catch when Sean and Gus are leaving? Oh, I think it's this scene, the track, and and Sean says to him, "Save it for your podcast."
0: Oh, it's 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 in my premonitions. It's crazy.
1: You're jumping jumping my gun here. That's 2007. Oh, are we not there yet? Okay, hold on.
0: Let me get to the scene in the office. um, Yeah, I I love how pleased you are when you got (laughs) the clue of poison. (laughs) Oh yes. I did. And I'm we, very happy. And, and we have a, a show first here. It's a minor one, but it's um,
1: Wait, personal sorry.
0: to me. It's the first time we see Lasters rocking the black shoulder holster.
1: Oh, you so loved I've, the shoulder holster. I've said
0: goodbye to the season one brown suede shoulder holster that I stole from Stephen Quinn and Bullet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think season two, we were just going a little more sleek and tactical looking.
1: I like that. Isn't that what you stayed with? Going forward, pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. That black shoulder holster stayed for uh, the rest of the show.
1: I'm opening something here. There we go. (laughs) Because I need to take a drink.
0: (laughs) Mm. That sounds like a beer, but I did see it was
1: a a a can of soda water. It's a a water. It's a water. Um, I Mm. love that first, Tim. I didn't even um, catch it. Well, it's Um, it's
0: my wardrobe piece. um, And the, the shoulder holster was always really how I found my character
1: um i know that's what that's what i mean that that was such a moment for like but that's when you were like okay i'm lasseter now
0: yeah when i when i showed up to work in the day and put on the shoulders was like and i'm in character
1: yes isn't it that's wild that's
0: a little insight into my technique if you will hmm? i'll air quote technique even though they can't see it but just know folks when i say my acting technique i'm um air quoting
1: Life is so much easier with a great sense of humor. No one ever said it had to be rated PG, though. Sometimes it just feels good to let out our inner smartass and drop a few F-bombs. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Smartass and Sass is the subscription box meant for unashamed mouthy mofos. Get your fix of brazen humor each month. Smartass and Sass items are curated and personally tested by the SNS team, a group of really mouthy mofos who wants you to get a good laugh in your day. I just like saying mouthy mofos. As and as partners with some of the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items each month. You guys. I was overjoyed when I got my Smart Ass and Sass box. It makes me laugh out loud, every single piece. It's so great. It's such a good gift idea too, by the way. Um... And it's like all these surprises, like one after another. It's unexpected. It's very funny. It's very sarcastic. It's definitely not PG rated, which is very nice. And it's also, in my opinion, a great, it's like such a good gift. Um, You guys can subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com. Use code PINEAPPLE for 10% off your first subscription or shop order. Plus, follow Smartass and Sass on social media for your daily dose of attitude from some mouthy mofos. I just wanted to say that again. Okay. All right. Here we go. Sean offers Lassiter a hug. (laughs) He denies him. He asks Jules. She denies him. Gus's turn, but he also declines. But I do know you like hugs.
0: Especially from James Roday Rodriguez.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Gus tells Sean that ketamine was injected into the jockey. Sean brings up the spitball incident from back in the day. Little Sean talks to Big Sean in his daydream, which I thought was so cool. Uh, Sean and Gus run into Henry again at the horse track. He's in an even worse shirt.
0: (laughs) Yes. Have a... um Psych premonition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's entirely self serving. But in that scene where um they go into the cl- into the classroom and little Sean speaks to future Sean. Mm-hmm. In a little show called Gallivan that I did after Psych. One of my favorite episodes. My character goes back in time and has actually sings a duet with his um his younger self. How many wow. shows have pulled off this gag? And I was in two of them. It was kind of crazy.
1: Oh wow, that's crazy. That is crazy.
0: Um it was so it was a pretty narcissistic um premonition, but um
1: <laughs> hey, I just been
0: watching the episode, I was like,
1: holy crap, I did that too. It's our show. So you can you can call call out whatever you want. I love that. I love that It's our was, show. It's our show. Um, but I I think the back I love the younger self talking to the older self. I think that's cool. I
0: thought it was um, a really cool device, yes.
1: Um, okay, first time we see Big Sean and Lil' song in a scene, I wrote that down. Okay, so, um, wait, I, I, bet, I bet she found it too. Hold on, the announcer tells the gang that the arena is closing down because no one comes anymore. We find out the pretty lady from earlier is Jimmy's wife. Lassiter and Juliet arrest, <laughs> arrest Jimmy. Sean and Gus speak to him. Gus accidentally spills that his wife was cheating on him. Sean and Gus arrive at the track again.
0: Oh, sorry, Yes. Yeah, so they're in, the, they're in the horse arena area. <laughs> they're in the racing track and um, this is when Sean says to um, Gus, they're getting a little squabble, and he says, save it for your podcast. Premonition. Because like- Yeah, back then, like, the podcast didn't exist back then, I don't
1: know. No, think. it was 2007. What would, uh, what what were the podcasts then? I mean, did we even know really what they were? It's crazy. And Here we I are. I don't know
0: about all y'all, but my mind is being blown right now.
1: Mind blown. Um, Crazy. Um, let's see. Okay, we arrest him. Sean and Gus speak to him. Gus accidentally spills it. Oh yeah, his wife's cheating. Sean and Gus arrive at the track again. Sean and Gus, yes.
0: Um, so the they we meet the announcer played by the late great Howard Hessman, who was oh, so good. Of course, Johnny Fever on one of my favorite shows growing up, DBKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. So it's terribly he is exciting so to get good. to like when I, he was on set, that was really cool experience for me gonna go same it's Johnny favorites. Howard Hessman yeah who just lost a few weeks ago
1: um yeah very 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 sad and he's so great he's so great
0: he's recurring on to have a button when the boys are just being so stupid around here
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Sean and Gus run into the announcer and photographer again uh <laughs> this this I I have to say I'd forgotten about this episode. And when I saw the photographer, I was like, oh, it's him. Um anyway, uh let's see. Sean asked Henry to help, but he says the only way he can do it is if he wears a shirt with pineapples on it to the race. Sean made a display of the classroom. Um made a display of the crossing from the uh from the spitting incident he realizes he needs to broaden his vision. Sean watches the video with Gus and Henry. They realize the racer who died got hit with something that was meant for the horse. Sean and Gus arrive at the police Wait station. On. He
0: didn't just die. He was murdered.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I literally wrote down it's always the photographer. Um anyway, which by the 100%. way the,
0: we're not quite to it, but the photographer being the um murderer <laughs> was a pretty sophisticated. I thought that up our, our sophistication level of, in terms of how we are committing homicides.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's not the same.
0: How we're committing murders <laughs> on the yes. show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But,
0: um, <laughs> it's like, well, this is really elaborate with the, um, blow dart through the, um, right through the camera.
1: Right. Um, I thought so too. I actually thought that was very, very cool. But we don't know that yet. Hang on.
0: Sorry, I jumped the gun. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Sean and Gus arrive at the police station. Sean sniffs Jules and says, "Lilacs in a meadow." He tells them to watch a specific tape. Sean claims the announcer is guilty. Sean notices. Yes.
0: Okay. So in the scene in the video room, I have to say Kirsten's really rocking. I call it the popped-out collar again.
1: I thought. I thought so too. Also, I just thought she looked. So adorable. she Like her hair and just everything. She's got a whole vibe this episode. It's very, very cute. Because she's badass. She's chief badass Vic. Um, Okay, Sean notices a guy looking at his papers with $500 on them. He also notices the photographer nearby. He remembers Henry mentioned his friend was on a winning streak. Sean arrives on a horse. (laughs) I remember this day. Concluding who the murderers are. The photographer, Henry's friend, and the announcer did it.
0: Wait, who the what are? <laughs>
1: oh, 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 how can no, I do no, that? No, no Sean you can arrives do it. on a horse, concluding who the.
0: No, I want you to do it. Murderer. And that's why. <laughs> I wanted my co hosts to do it. Well done.
1: Uh, it went on for way too long. Um, I disagree. Let's see. Where, where did I go? Where am I? We find out the camera... Oh, this was so cool! We found out the camera had some firing machine attached. That's what you were just talking about. And that the cameraman wasn't trying to save the dead guy. He was looking for the evidence. Jimmy, Gus, and Sean walk out of the office. Jimmy apologizes for how he treated them back in school. Gus then reveals he was the spitter back in the day. What?! Gus, little Gus, high five. Big Gus and a fl- high fives. Big Gus in a flashback. So 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 sweet. Um, I really loved that. Let me let me see what else I had. Oh, I did love when when um, at one point uh, James says um, something something nay this, and he goes nay. Anyway, made me laugh. That's all I have. Those are that. And that's the end of my notes. Just I wrote nay, a really long nay. You didn't just um, say nay.
0: You you wrote
1: nay. nay. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, fan questions. Bring are you them ready? 10? Are you not done?
0: I am so ready. Oh, good. I've got to the end of my notes. So, um this mm-hmm. is perfect timing.
1: All right. So, first fan question. Did Corbin hate his Hawaiian shirts?
0: Did he? That would be, I don't That'd remember. be a question for for uh for Corbin for yeah. Papa Bear. So I don't know.
1: I don't think he did. I think he really liked them. Pretty pretty cozy or pretty comfy uh uh wardrobe, if you ask me. Um,
0: okay. Although I would be surprised if any of those shirts fell off the truck and are currently in his closet.
1: No, I don't see Corbin wearing those IRL.
0: I <laughs> don't <So> either. <laughs>
1: Did I sound cool though? Did I sound cool when I said it? Like that's because that's you said kids it are, like
0: so millennial.
1: <laughs> I only speak in um, code now, and all the codes. I, no, that's not not even sort of true. I can't even believe I got that one right. Um, can you LOL. both?
0: <laughs> Lol. Okay, which makes me sound like a totally non-millennial.
1: Thanks, BFF. Um, okay, can you both say and the race is on? You first. No. Ladies first. I don't know. How do I say it? And the race is on. Is that it?
0: That would be the line. Well done. Okay,
1: great. I did it, I did it. Now your turn.
0: Okay, it's not a competition. (laughs) (laughs) And the race is on.
1: But you won. Let's be clear. No, I don't think so. Okay. It has to be asked, this is, this is the question, has to be asked, what do we think of the chief in leopard print?
0: (laughs) Totally rocking it.
1: Yeah. I thought it looked great. I thought it was fun. You know, she's a little wild. So she had a little wild on her shirt.
0: I like it. I like (laughs) that.
1: Um, this is how we break it down on the psychologists are in, right? Um, Let's see who in the cast. Ooh, this is good. Who in the cast is most comfortable with horses? I'd say that'd be us.
0: I think it'd be us.
1: It'd be you, probably. You, um, you on a horse, but we we are both horsey,
0: right? Um, what? we are we're both super horsey. Um, I yeah. think I've probably um ridden maybe a little more. I mean, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely, I think you've ridden more. Um.
0: Being I've that I done, spend every Thanksgiving at that ranch in Arizona.
1: Which I'm definitely coming to at some point. I'll Absolutely. Lose, I will lose my mind. Um, so yeah. Uh was the episode filmed at a functioning racetrack? I believe it was at the PE, right? It
0: was a Hastings, yeah, it was a PE, exactly. Hastings,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, did you go to the Derby growing up, Maggie? I did not. I went to the Oaks, which is the day before. Um, and we kind of call it the Louisville Derby because it's when all of the locals go. So it's almost, it's like just as magical of a day. It's just kind of smaller in scale because it's it's for for the locals. And a lot of locals still go on Derby Day. But um,
0: Would it be a sub-Derby?
1: It'd be like a sub-Derby. Exactly. Like a derbet? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I thought, I love that day. I feel like it's really, really, really special for... Uh, um And my family always had a party. So either at my house or my grandparents house, we had big, we had, we had pretty big derby parties. We were kind of known for our derby parties.
0: Yeah, you were. Why does that not surprise me?
1: No, we had, we had big, big time. And um, you know, people, you know, making bets and doing the whole thing. And it's just a big, big, happy day. People have <laughs> Yeah,
0: were mint juleps involved?
1: Um, of course, <laughs> too many, too many mint juleps. Yeah, it's fun too. It's funny because you know the weather in Kentucky is always it's like all over the place. Sometimes it can be the most beautiful spring day, and sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's pouring rain. But I, um, when I was little, I remember there was one day that it snowed. One time it snowed on the Kentucky Derby first Saturday in May. It was crazy. There were snowflakes coming down.
0: Anyway. Did they still run
1: memories always? I mean, unless it's actually, I think like lightning, um, uh, they run, they run, they run for the roses as we say, cause they are, um, they win the, you know, a bed of roses basically.
0: Man, a little snow's not going to hold those horses back.
1: No, 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 they're all so magical. They're all so magical. Honestly. Um, it's funny. I have friends who will actually say if I'm ever like going through something, they'll be like, go to the horses in my head because I always calm down when I think of the horses.
0: That's amazing advice.
1: Yeah. Just go to the horses. Go to the horses in your head because that's where um, I, that's my piece. I always find, I have, I find that that's a very re-centering thing for me to do.
0: I'm putting it in my back pocket for you from now on.
1: Yeah. Go to the horses, which really just means chill the F out, Maggie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sort of a, uh, new, a modern equivalent to uh, three beers.
1: Three, exactly, three beers, three beers a day. Um, Tim. Maggie. Tim. Up. So thank you all for listening. This will conclude our episode of And Down the Stretch, the stretch
0: come- <laughs> Comes Murder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, you got your teeth in there that time.
0: Had to grit that one out. Didn't like it. I like price. a
1: toothy murder. Ooh, that sounds gross. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm very excited to tell our um, beautiful and handsome listeners that, and the episode's coming up. We are. Um, we're gonna. We have some really special guests. We're gonna rock out. We're gonna yeah. get some. Some of our dear hardcore crew members, original crew members who know where all the bodies are buried. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Exactly. And then we're and we're gonna have more as well. So um thank you all for listening always. And um Tim, anything else?
0: This is what this was episode five of season two? This is two?
1: episode five of season two, yeah.
0: So would this be sort of the halfway mark of our season two?
1: No, because eight, eight will be halfway.
0: So you know I can't do math.
1: Tim! Maggie! Until next time or until five minutes from now when I talk to you. Uh,
0: I feel like we really podcast the shit out of this one for a Sunday afternoon.
1: We really did podcast the shit out of this this one. We did. We did. We're doing a little weekend potting over here.
0: What a great way to start the week.
1: Exactly.
0: Finishing one week with my dearest friend Max and now and beginning a harbinger of all the wonderful things to come this week ahead.
1: This is going to be a really, really great week. I can feel it going to be so good and i love that we're kicking it off together me too well thanks for listening everybody and you know we love you thank you always for listening
0: thank you for being a part of our um trip down memory lane and awesomeness yeah we love you
1: we love you a lot all right
0: i love you i'll talk to you later max
1: (laughs) okay talk to you in five minutes talk to you in five
0: minutes bye
1: bye such a fun episode as always. Um, and thank you again for listening to the psychologists are in and for being just the best, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest fan base in the world. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the psychologists are in and psychologist pod on Twitter and keep sending your art, keep sending your questions, um, and keep just being the most beautiful, wonderful, and amazing psychos around because, um, that is what you are. Okay. See you next week. Thank mm-hmm. you.